Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today, I'm here with Dr. David Moe, the Chief Medical Officer at Cerebral. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me, Jared. I'm excited to chat. Uh, congrats on everything so far. I mean, everyone's hearing you in the news, seems like every day now uh, with Cerebral. There's either a partnership or a funding announcement or there's someone saying great things about the about the service. So uh, kudos to, to you and the team on uh, on all the good news. Yeah, I really appreciate it. It's a great time for behavioral health. And one of the silver linings of the pandemic is that it really opened up uh, new ways to treat uh, behavioral health through telehealth and through other digital means. So we're, we're lucky in part. And uh, the other part of that is, of course, working hard. For sure. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm super excited to have you on. I think we should kick things off. If you give the audience a little bit about your your background, and then we can talk a little bit about cerebral. And then we had some questions we kind of wanted to go through today, um, just about the industry, but also around what cerebral is doing in the space. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm a psychiatrist and data scientist by training, love entrepreneurship. This is my third VC backed company. And uh, my life goal really is to make psychiatry care more democratized as well as higher quality. Uh, one thing that we as mental health professionals do not do is measure outcomes. So over 90% of mental health professionals tend not to measure outcomes. And you would never tolerate that for any other type of doctor, but you would with your psychiatrist. And we're trying to change that. Um, and the other piece is uh, access. So your average wait time to see a psychiatrist today is on the order of two to three months. That's terrible. That would not be workable for any other specialty. Um, and we're trying to change that and reduce that to two to three days. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, it's like I said, I've been I've been reading more and more about Cerebral. Obviously, I've been uh, aware of the company for, for a while now. But once once you have a company like uh, also investment firm like SoftBank, it, it definitely puts a different lens uh, on the company, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they have they back visions uh, that are very transformative. And I think that's what we are. We're not just another telehealth company. So maybe for starters, what we are is a telebehavioral health company. So we do teletherapy, telepsychiatry uh, online. So it's all online, no brick and mortar. Uh, we're the fastest growing a healthcare company ever. Um, we have about a quarter, quarter million patients now over all 50 states and the UK, over 2,300 uh, clinicians, as a matter of fact, since uh, since my last podcast, I have to update my numbers on a regular basis, on a weekly basis now. Um, and uh, the two things that we focus on, uh, just to put a fine point on that, is quality and access. So uh, clinic, any patient can access us and find a prescriber and or a therapist within two to three days. Uh, and on the other side of this is the quality piece. We measure uh, outcomes on depression, anxiety, ADHD, and even more serious mental illnesses like bipolar disorder and substance use disorder, which is something that most of our competitors try not to touch. Um, and by, by doing that, we can uh, drive industry-leading outcomes um, and make sure that our patients get the high-quality care, not just care, but a high-quality care that they deserve. And can you can you talk through a little bit too about uh, how you're using data science to drive these clinical outcomes? Yeah, yeah, this is really really important, Jared. It's an important question here. You can't measure outcomes if you don't have good data, 
And so what we did was that we've built our data infrastructure so we have we can collect all the important information about a patient's journey. For example, uh, because we have our own EMR system, our own patient engagement system, our own pharmacies and partner pharmacies and national partnerships with the labs, we have all of this data uh, about, let's say, which surveys patients are filling out in terms of telling us about outcomes. Uh, we have data on prescribing patterns, what our clinicians are prescribing. Are they prescribing the right medications at the right doses? We have medication fill rate data because we have our own pharmacies and, and, and data around that. And we have lab data as well. So some patients require labs. And so are they getting the right labs at the right rhythm, right? So to make that very concrete for you, let's say you have bipolar disorder. We have a panel of metrics that, uh, that, uh, that are very uh, important. And if you do well by this panel of metrics, then you're a well cared for bipolar patient. That includes medication adherence. That includes getting the labs if you need it at a regular time. That includes going into your appointments and filling out a survey so we that know that your depression is coming down or your manic uh, uh, symptoms are coming down, right? So based on all of that, we can measure these outcomes. You might ask, well, why are others not doing that? I actually don't know another clinic that measures, has access to that level of data for their patients. And we've been talking to some of the top health systems in the country, some of the top clinics in the country, and we're able to see what we actually ask them, what do you wish you had? And once we get all that information, that's how we created this, uh, this, uh, this set of criteria. So um, I really think this has been enabled by the telehealth revolution, because without that, in brick and mortar clinics, it's very hard to, let's say, you know, I know you're, some of your audience are uh, healthcare walks. So if you have Epic as an EMR system in a third party engagement software for your app, your lab is disintegrated from, uh, from this and your pharmacy is a third party, very hard to get that data together in a meaningful way. All of our data sits in one, one data lake. And so we're able to cut that data within an hour. Right. So th that's the major difference, I would argue, that allows us to drive towards quality. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for, for breaking that through. And I want to kind of tee off. I mean, you kind of talk a little bit about this in there, but kind of go off of that is when you and I were talking before this, we were talking about how, you know, cerebral covers a range of illnesses. Right. And can you talk us through a little bit the difficulty behind covering a lot of those illnesses and then basically how cerebral is addressing that? Yeah, it's a good question, Jared. So this is really important and it's related to the, to the quality piece here. If you don't have the data infrastructure that I've just talked about, it's very risky to take care of patients with serious mental illness. Because if you can't track labs and you don't know whether your patient got the medication and you're taking care of a bipolar patient through telehealth, it's very risky. So you actually can't do that. Right, so one of the advantages that we have because we ha we're so confident in our quality, um, we are able to take care of patients with a much wider range, much broader spectrum of clinical illnesses. So we are able to take on patients with serious mental illness, with substance use disorder, uh, with uh, and eventually child psychiatry and opioid use disorders uh, that's coming up in the uh, coming months. Um, the idea here is that uh, because we have quality, we have greater range. And this is critical for another reason that I think is commonly under um, uh, understated. The first telehealth companies, it's perfectly fine for them to target mild and moderate illnesses. 
but frankly, where the, our communities and where society really needs a lot of help are patients with serious mental illnesses. And right now, those patients are just being referred out of those uh, telehealth clinics, right? And that actually, on a personal level and a, a clinical level, is quite traumatic, right? If you build a relationship with a therapist and uh, that goes on for a couple of months, you have, uh, you're getting the treatment that you need. And all of a sudden you say, hey, by the way, I'm bipolar. And they say, oh, well, that's, we don't treat that we're going to discharge you, you're terminated is the official term, and go find a psychiatrist, go find a therapist with your insurance, knowing that they wouldn't be able to. Uh, that's a pretty traumatic experience for patients. And I know that happens because we get those patients. We get those patients coming from a lot of these services saying that, hey, I got dumped and uh, I really need care, right? So I would argue that the next iteration of behavioral health telehealth companies need to take care of. They, it's, it should be a mandate that they have to take care of a wider range of patients that they don't have to subject patients to these refer outs. Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, I, I want to kind of quickly, you know, this is meant to be, this is the first episode that we've had you on or anyone on from Cerebral. So this is really your intro episode where we go through a few things. We keep it short and sweet. Uh, but I would love to have you and other members of the team on in the near future to kind of dive into some of these other issues. My last question for you, well, actually, two more questions. Can you just quickly comment on the, the latest partnership announcement with Olive, what that is kind of looking like? What was the kind of uh, purpose behind that? And then lastly, to kind of just end off with what's next for Cerebral, which I know there's a lot, so maybe just give us the, 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 quick, uh, the quick sneak peek of what you're allowed to talk about. Yeah, I might combine those two questions in, into it because they're so related. Um, I would say that we're very excited to be working with Olive as an employer. Uh, we are providing high quality mental health care now to employers, payers, and also working with pharma companies. So happy to talk briefly about those. So um, again, it comes down to quality. I'm going to sound like a broken record. When you have a really high quality uh, and a high performing system, what happens is insurance companies and em employers pay attention. And so employers want the best care and the most accessible care for their employees. And so they're beginning to work with us and all of this are first, uh, but certainly there are many coming down the pipeline. So many announcements coming down, uh, coming up. The other are the insurance companies. We have 80 million lives under our coverage right now. Uh, a lot, uh, many with the largest insurance companies and we're delegated with a number of them and a preferred provider with a number of them because Again, they look at our quality outcomes and they say, this is pretty fantastic. As one other piece of validation for that, the NHS in, in the UK uh, has paid attention to what we're doing. We actually sat down with the chair of the NHS and he was very excited with the results. And now we're launched in the UK, right? So that's on the payer and the government side. And lastly, again, because of quality, we're able to run clinical trials with pharmaceutical companies. Our data infrastructure is so good that, and we're able to take high, a high level of care for these patients and track that data so well that pharma companies want to work with us. So the idea, the thesis here, um, as you can see here, is that as we you know, iterate on this quality driven system, we can begin to work with all major stakeholders in the healthcare system, whether that's pharma, whether that's employers or payers. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I was definitely curious about hearing more about that partnership. And then I like how you tied the two together because they are they are tied together, right? Uh, well, again, thank you so much for, for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I can't wait to have you again on real soon. We can talk about some other issues. We can have other members of the team on, but really appreciate your time and uh, wish you all the best. Thanks, Jerry.